Welcome to the Only Dream Big podcast, starring your host, Donnie Bedney. Only Dream Big is a podcast where Donnie will share tips and experiences on different topics, such as acquisition entrepreneurship, human capital, and the future of the workforce. He is the president of PSP Metrics and has been in the assessment and human capital management industry for more than 15 years, with the goal of driving change through people. As your guide on dreaming big, let's hear from the man himself. Uh, Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Only Dream Big Pod. I'm your host, Donnie Bedney, and so excited today to have uh, an amazing guest who I know is going to drop some nuggets, um, you know, just because from our pre-brief conversations and otherwise, she has dropped a number of gems into my life, LaDavia Drain. LaDavia, welcome, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Donnie. <laughs> so, you know, we want to hop right in, um, you know, excited to uh, hear from you and learn more from you and just your amazing journey. I think you continue to be uh, just a great example of somebody who literally lives uh, out uh, our theme of only dreaming big because I've just watched your career and kind of continue to just dream bigger and bigger every time. And so, you know, can you take us back and you, I, either from, you know, at, frankly, as early as you want to uh, in your life, but did you see yourself kind of, you know, playing significant, you know, roles in global, you know, organizations and all of that kind of stuff as a child or, you know, was it kind of standard like, Hey, I want to be a doctor when I grow up or, you know, anything else. Yeah. Well, Nani, you, you, you're making me go back. Right. And really think about this. But, um, so when I was a kid, I was really bossy. At least that's what people told me. I was a bossy kid. <laughs> and I knew, I, I always knew I wanted to be a lawyer. Um, mm. and, and so I went straight into a legal, I went straight to law school. So, and then into a legal career, um, after college. And uh, I think that it was then that I realized that there was something bigger that I was meant to mm. be, even even than being a lawyer, right? And wow. uh, what, even though I didn't know exactly what it looked like beyond lawyering, okay, I knew what it meant to feel small, and I did not want to feel mm. small, right? So being in situations um, when someone either is talking down to you or someone's deciding what you should do and where mm. you should go, like what your mm -hmm. path should be, that always made me feel small. And, and so okay. I identified that. So, you know, I knew that there was something bigger, didn't know exactly mm -hmm. what it was, but I one thing I knew for sure is that I would not allow myself to be in a professional situation where I feel small. Mm. Okay. That is... Uh... That is powerful, very, very powerful. And and you know, so I know a, a little bit before you were referring to uh, you know some significant moments. I, I'd probably refer to it as like a watershed moment, um, you know. But but you referred to it as like a crucible moment. Um, you know, can you talk through you know maybe because uh, I know you've I, I would say at least as I've watched your career, like you've kind of had a few crucible moments, I have. Um, you know, in your life, and so. Can you, you know, kind of ex explain to our listeners, like, you know, what a crucible moment is and you know, kind of what's brought you to kind of this most recent crucible moment that you've had? Yeah, crucible moment. It's a term that we use at Amazon. We have a lot of these quirky terms that we use. And so that's one. And basically, it's a point in which something in your career, it turns right. You mm. become this transformational leader. Um, you go to that next level. And mm. even though I've had a number of crucible moments in my career, I'll talk mm -hmm. to you about the one that was most recent for me um, because sure. it was the it was a turning point for me 
before I came into this role, which is, uh, mm. I'd say by far, uh, the, the the largest role that I've had when I think mm -hmm. of scope, um, impact, uh, this, mm -hmm. this role right now, I'm the global inclusion, diversity, and equity leader for Amazon mm -hmm. Web Services. So think of yeah. that as like a chief diversity officer, but for mm -hmm. Amazon Web Services, large cloud computing company, um, big, big impact around the globe, right? And cool. uh, so when this happened, uh, it was 2020. You may recall COVID-19 uh, was uh, really, I don't know if it was just on the rise at this point. This was May 2020. So I think it was, mm. it was peaking, right? A lot sure. of people, yeah. a lot of people uh, getting sick, a lot of people dying. Uh, and at the same time, racial unrest broke out, right? Again, mm. right? Yep. So we, we're not saying that this was the first time, but once again, uh, in the cases, I think so many of us, we were glued to the TV because of COVID-19 mm -hmm. and we were home, right? We were yeah. all working from home. And yep. a lot of people were also losing their jobs. So a mm. lot of folks at home. So you had the the, the full attention, right? My full attention was there on the mm -hmm. television. And um, Amal Arbery had been mm. had been murdered months previously, mm -hmm. but it all bubbled up in May. And mm -hmm. so I'm at Amazon Web Services, uh, newly transferred over from the public policy shop. I was lobbying for the company before then, mm -hmm. and we I could tell that employees needed to have a conversation about what was happening. We didn't know what was happening. You know, mm -hmm. we look back now and we realize exactly what moment we were in. But back yeah. then, we didn't know. Right. Yeah. And in particular, yeah. black men were hurting. Right. So Oof. this is me being a me seeing um, black men in my life personally mm -hmm. and professionally, literally mm -hmm. crying. Right. And so man. I knew I knew mm -hmm. that we needed to have a conversation. Yep. So uh, it's not something that. Amazon had done before then, right? We didn't have a company-wide conversation about a black man being murdered by a white mm. man in Georgia, right? It had never mm. happened before. And mm -hmm. so, and this is when, I want to say the verdict hadn't, hadn't come yet. Uh, sure. we were, it was more of a conversation then, uh, but our employees needed it. And so mm -hmm. I wrote an email and I teed it up. And the response that I received was like no other, right? It wasn't mm. positive. For, mm -hmm. for, for the, the people that I needed to get approval from, or at least I mm -hmm. thought, I needed to get approval from. That's also mm -hmm. something that I learned. You know, there's mm. something about letting someone um, inform your decision, consult mm. on your decision, but not necessarily improve, approve your decision, right? Mm. And so I was seeking approval and, it, you know, it was as if I was asking for, you know, something that was just unheard of, right? Sure. Um, yep. it, what what would be the result? Um, mm -hmm. What would be the, the external uh, response? Is mm -hmm. this something that our customers would expect us to do? All these different hy <laughs> hypotheticals, right? Yep. And so I, I remember letting all these, these different folks uh, weigh in. And they would mm -hmm. add people and add more people. They added my my leader, you know, CC, um, CC, 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 right? <laughs> Not even BCC, CC. And so I waited. I let it go on for at least five hours. And when we got to about 10 p.m. Mm -hmm. Eastern time, uh, I decided to reply and I gave it everything that I had. Right. Mm -hmm. And I ended with if if this is the type of company this is, then mm -hmm. I don't belong here. And no one of color should feel safe here, right? Mm -hmm. And um, that completely changed the conversation. 
And for yeah. me, it took courage, right? I, Absolutely. I, I actually have a job during the COVID, mm-hmm. <laughs> the COVID-19 <laughs> pandemic. I'm working from home. I'm able to spend more time with my husband and my children, you yep. know, but at that moment, I knew I had to take that stance. And so for me, mm. that was a crucible moment. Of course, we had the conversation. Everything was yep. fine. Employees were really excited. They were happy that we were willing to have the conversation. Yep. Then we went on to have two or three others. But in that moment, I knew that our employees needed us. Mm. And I knew exactly what it is that they needed and we needed yep. to deliver for them the same yep. way we would, we deliver for our customers because we're so customer yep. obsessed. Mm-hmm. We needed to deliver for our employees. Mm. Mm-hmm. Powerful, um, powerful for, for so many reasons. I, I was actually around that time, actually in another organization myself and uh, not as as global of an impact, but I, I actually felt impressed uh, one morning to send a note myself. Uh, and it was titled "Suffering in Silence," and it was actually more broadly just about, you know, people of color at the uh, at the company. Because uh, at that point, I was in a in some sort of group meeting, and uh, my team, uh, the conversation that my team had was, you know, what are we all going to do? What's the first thing we're going to do when everything goes back to normal? Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting on this call, the only person that you know looks like you or I on this call, and people are already like planning their vacations based wow. on like this, you know, uh, state of discomfort, if you will, that they're there or inconvenience that they're in. And simultaneously I'm saying like, man, I'm feeling wild right now. And maybe I should go for a run. Um, mm-hmm. But I can't go for a run because maybe somebody's going to hunt me down. That's right. I'd love to stay in my house, but who knows, maybe my house is too nice. And people say like, Oh, I saw this, person (laughs) who doesn't look like they should be in this neighborhood call the police the police come in and before they ask you know before asking questions about this being my home i could also so you know in that state what do i do um and so i think that there's been a lot of great conversations that have that have come up that's actually why you know i refer to this time that we're living in as a black swan event right you know Mm -hmm. i'm sure you're familiar with with black swans but um, you know, just continuing to believe that the the level of change, the amount of innovation, all yeah. of that is accelerated during these times. Uh, and I truly believe that over this next decade, um, we're going to look completely different as a country. As you look at businesses and industries, yeah. um, you know, folks like yourself continuing to lead out in change. Uh, and to your point, it's it's because of all of those unique factors about this time. The fact that you know people are at home. Right. glued to, you know, television without the typical distractions, um, you know, that have occurred have made it just an ideal time to be willing to take those steps of courage. And so I, it, thank you so much for sharing that, you know, pivoting a little bit, um, but to to something that you you actually shared, um, you know, can can you unpack a little bit more, um, you know, that whole piece around uh, not not seeking uh, approval? Right. right. Because I because I can only imagine that, you know, in your career, as you've been able to have, you know, more crucible moments, um, how impactful has it been when you've been willing to make a decision? Right. And just take that next step, you know, uh, moment of courage, not seeking approval, but, you know, kind of trusting uh, your gut or right. a, a value or a belief and, you know, just unpacking that for our listeners a little bit, because I, I think it'll be really encouraging for folks who are, you know, that 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 one moment 
making a decision to be courageous uh, yeah. and the impact that it could have, um, you know, on your career. You know, you, you said the word courageous and that's the exact work that I was thinking, right? You, you it, it takes courage and it takes experience mm -hmm. because a part of it is you have to know, at least have a good idea of what the sure. outcome could be or would be, Absolutely. right? Mm -hmm. And as a lawyer, I'm always thinking in that way, like, you know, you know the answer <laughs> to the question before you ask the question. And so, sure. It, that is probably the beginning of me not seeking approval, right? Mm -hmm. uh, because before then I worked on Capitol Hill, I had worked mm -hmm. up for members of Congress. I was pretty much that member, right? Reincarnate. Sure. So I, I'm the one that would deliver, but what they would expect to be delivered. So I was always seeking approval, right? Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, that changed for me. That changed for mm -hmm. me. And it changed for me in that moment. Because what yeah. I realized is we put up, we put up barriers for ourselves when we go out and we seek, and it's almost as if we're seeking approval because we're not sure, we're not sure of ourselves, we're not sure of the direction. Mm -hmm. And so part of it is not necessarily on the approvers or those perceived approvers, but even on mm -hmm. how we think of ourselves, right? Mm -hmm. Do we have enough courage, conviction, experience, knowledge mm -hmm. to know that it's time to move forward? Um, yeah. Another Amazon term, two-way door decisions, right? We mm -hmm. think of two-way door decisions as those decisions that could be reversed. Mm. We, those are decisions that you 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 take, you move, you don't seek approval, you go, mm. right? It's mm -hmm. the one-way door decisions that, yeah, you may have to escalate. Got it. Leader, yep. You know, but those two-way door decisions, you should always feel comfortable as a leader, as a professional, hell, as a mom or dad, right? Sure. Making those decisions and moving fast as opposed to getting hung up in um, your own uh, just need or want to seek approval. Sure. Sure. And, and, and wow, uh, <laughs> that is really good. Um, it is one of the reasons why it's described as a two way door decision, because even if you walk through the door and like, it doesn't work out that you can actually still come back out and come right back around. That's right. It's reversible. That's amazing. And there's um, not many decisions that are, that are, <laughs> if you think about it, there are not that many that are a two way door. We, we I may completely think, agree. We may think that they are, but they, mm -hmm. they really are. They're reversible. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, I think that's such a key point, you know, um, one of the ones that, that you brought up and, and I want to reemphasize this for our listeners, um, uh, because I would describe, you, you, you said, you know, just, it, it tends to be internal, has a lot to do with, you know, uh, kind of our, our self view and, and self-worth, et cetera. Uh, I like to describe it as, uh, personal integrity, Right. And for me, personal integrity is defined as keeping the promises that you make to yourself hmm. uh, and, and how if we uh, continue to make promises that we make to ourselves, that we can then show up as our full authentic self. Right. Right. Because the example I always use is like, you know, how many times do you say, hey, I'm going to be in bed by like nine o'clock mm -hmm. uh, so I can be up at five, have some personal quiet time, work right. out eat, right? Be at my desk an hour before so I can review something before my meetings. And, you know, what, what happens? Inevitably, somebody tells you about a new Netflix series that you end up binge watching until 1, 2 a.m. Your alarm goes off, you hit snooze, et cetera. And then you've broken, you know, five or six promises to yourself before 9 a.m. Right. And then you have compound interest over time, right? And just so you wonder why when you step into meetings or you have these potential crucible moments, you're not willing to speak up or take that action 
And a lot of times it's because you believe that by taking that action, everyone's going to know that you're a fraud. That's right. That it's somehow going to reveal that you're not actually who you say you are. Um, And so once again, for our listeners, I mean, just so powerful. Um, And we could probably go on about the, uh, the, the the two way um, you know doors and stuff. I mean that is wow. We don't have enough time uh, to fully unpack that, but yeah, that's unbelievable. Um, <laughs> thank you so much for sharing that one. So you know, so continuing um, as you talk about those the the those two way uh, um, you know the two way door uh, type decisions and the fact that there's really no decision that you can make that you can't really work your way back from. Um, how can folks who are listening, you know, maybe apply that to their life, right? Mm-hmm. And maybe even some of the logic that you just, um, you know, walked us through for, you know, before you make that decision, how do you begin to think through what are the potential outcomes, you know, and and what are some, you know, just exercises, if you will, um, that you kind of take to begin to think through uh, strategic decisions that you're gonna make about career or life, mm-hmm. Or anything else while from the premise of like well even if what's the worst case scenario i guess right, right. Um, how do you think how do you think through those types of decisions so i think you have to trust yourself first right I, it's it there's no i don't think magic you know there's no playbook on making decisions i mean all mm-hmm. of us think of think of the way we make decisions differently we're more mm-hmm. we're comfortable you know i'm a planner so mm-hmm. I, I think i do think it through before i ultimately make a decision especially yep. if it can impact others right if sure. it's just impacting me maybe a little bit quicker but mm-hmm. one thing that i will call out is for listeners who maybe have analysis paralysis right mm-hmm. they're running it running the same scenario over and over again you know seeking approval right because yep. really what they're trying to do is delay taking mm. action like those are the types of behaviors that mm-hmm. you want to identify in yourself mm-hmm. and really seek to understand well why is it that why is it that I'm slowed down? Why is it that I slow myself mm. down? Totally different when someone else is slowing you down. It's an external force. But if sure. it's you, if it's you, whether mm. it's about your career, whether it's, it's something personal, you know, making mm-hmm. decisions for your children. I remember yep. thinking through, uh, should I allow, should, should my husband and I allow our children to go back to school while COVID mm. was still on the rise? Sure. And, you know, there's Big faith. Decision. Wow. There's yep. faith, right? Big mm-hmm. part of it. And then it's just, it's trusting ourselves as parents, right? Mm-hmm. And it's a two-way door decision. I could always, we could always decide, okay, they're not wearing masks or mm-hmm. just doesn't seem like, you know, the safety precautions are in place. And so you take them sure. out of school and you start yeah. to homeschool them and you do what you yeah. have to do. But if we were to stay in that place and yeah. run the same play over and over again, call, mm-hmm. look at look at the news and try to collect data, <laughs> call <laughs> friends, right? Call, call Donnie, right? Mm-hmm. And his wife and at, what are you all doing? Right. And mm-hmm. you just get this, you you get paralyzed by running the scenario over and over again. Like yeah. that's a behavior that I think uh, you know, folks should really consider. You know, mm-hmm. is this something that I can I, is this something I can change? Right. Sure. And it's a and it's a muscle that you have to flex. Mm-hmm. This this thought that you just trust yourself enough, you have enough experience and knowledge that you yeah. can just move on a decision. You know, mm-hmm. it's a muscle. It's, it's, and it's for some people that don't work that muscle, it's not going to feel comfortable initially. But yeah. once you get into the rhythm of it, right, mm-hmm. and you, it builds up confidence, mm-hmm. um, then I think it becomes easier over time. Sure, sure. That is uh, that is very clear, and I think just concise in 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 sharing it. And and so. Uh, 
man, there's so many places I would love for us to go, but uh, unfortunately we we don't have all day, um, you know, moving forward. So as we wind down, um, you know, it, we, we already stated many crucible moments, um, you know, in your career. Um, I think I'm going to ask you something that I'm not sure I've really asked anybody else, um, you know, moving forward. But once again, just as I've watched your career, you know, it, it, while you may not have like a specific you know, next big dream, right? Mm -hmm. Like maybe you're just, you know, being present and, and obviously operating in excellence uh, in your current role for this global organization. You know, it, it, would you mind sharing, you know, what other, you know, what is kind of your 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 next big dream, um, you know, kind of as you think about it, um, you know, and that could be personally or professionally. Yeah, yeah. I'd say personally, I'll answer it two ways, personally and professionally. Personally, you know, I'm looking for freedom. You know, mm -hmm. there's something about getting free and however mm -hmm. you define that for yourself. Um, mm -hmm. I think about it often, you know, living yeah. in the United States and, and wondering what it's like to live somewhere where you're not trying to keep up. Right. You're not mm -hmm. working just yeah. to spend. Right. Um, you're yeah. not always thinking about, OK, what do I need to do to be prepared for mm. retirement? Right. It, sure. It's just. So, so there's something about getting free of, of some of the things that bond okay. me now just personally. Sure. And then professionally, yep. uh, I've always wanted to, to, to be at a large corporate uh, foundation where we mm. can just leverage these big brands um, mm -hmm. to help someone. Simple sure. things, simple okay. but strategic things. And mm. so I, I look forward to one day um, being in that top spot at a large yeah. corporate foundation doing, you know, just great philanthropic work all over the globe and making okay. an impact in someone's life. That's powerful, man. And, and you know, I, I would expect nothing less, frankly, um, you know, from uh, not only a big dreamer, but a person who is consistently over time just continue to put actions, you know, towards it and turn so many you know, dreams into reality uh, the way that you have. Uh, well, David, thank you so much for joining um, you know, where can folks find you? You know, uh, uh, you know, can we follow you on Twitter? Can we can we find yeah. you on LinkedIn? Where Where's the best way that, you know, folks can kind of follow you? So I have a Twitter handle and I'm, I'm on Instagram. But to be perfectly honest, I've taken a hiatus from, you know, that more personal social media. Um, sure. And yeah. I'm on LinkedIn. I mean, that's where okay. I post almost daily. I post today about uh, our, our women's soccer team being able to achieve mm. equal pay through a Big settlement, you know? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just things that hopefully inspire other folks. And um, okay. and I also have uh, in my in my role at Amazon, a podcast that we're launching. And so folks nice. will be able to see that all on LinkedIn, all on LinkedIn. Well, hey, it, we will uh, we'll put it in the show notes so we can uh, direct people to you. Once again, thank you so, so much for taking the time uh, to, to spend with us today, a number of jewels uh, that, you, that you've dropped. And I think we'll uh, folks will be inspired as a result of you sharing. Um, you know, for everybody else, thanks for listening. This has been the only Dream Big Pod. We'll uh, see you next week. <laughs>